Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 115 of Beyond Retirement. Last week, I chatted with Rachel Richards, and she had a lot of really great tips to share about creating alternate income streams that allow her to achieve the goal of financial independence at the age of 27. If you haven't listened to her interview, you really should go back and listen to it now before you carry on with today's episode. I don't want to spoil all the nuggets of wisdom that she shared. Today, though, I'm going to delve a little deeper into a couple of ideas that Rachel talked about. One comment she made really stood out for me because it's something I've said a number of times, and other people have said it too, and that is that financial security doesn't come with a job. Or put another way, having a job doesn't mean you have financial security. If anything has taught us that, it's a situation that's been laid upon all of us over the past year as the COVID pandemic washed across the world. We've all seen and heard about people who've lost their jobs, jobs that they thought were pretty secure, because there simply wasn't any business for whatever company they were part of. As revenues dried up, there's nothing for the companies to do but start laying people off. So having alternative income sources is just common sense, in my opinion. I'm not saying we all need to rush out and find ways to replace our current income, but having a few options open is never a bad idea. Something I hear bounced around a lot are the terms financial freedom and financial independence. I don't think they're the same thing. A homeless person moving from shelter to shelter has financial freedom. I'm looking for financial independence. To me, that means that the money coming in each month from all sources is greater than the money going out to all the debts and bills. And it means that there is no leftover debt waiting to be paid off. Once that can be accomplished without the need of a regular job, I'll say I've hit financial independence. There are a few things that need to happen before that stage is reached, naturally. Building a few alternate income streams is one thing, but trying to build streams of truly passive income is something else. It's important to realize that it takes time to build something up to the point that it's generating income passively. Nothing starts out that way. You have to put in some work. To do that, you need to have time and energy available to you, or you need to work out a way to get that time and energy. It's really important to have your life in order first. That's something that I've heard from many people, and Rachel mentioned it too. There are three things that should be in place before you start working on financial independence. First, you've got to make sure that you've paid off all your outstanding negative debts. It doesn't mean your mortgage has to be paid off, just student loans, credit card debts, stuff like that. Next, you have to make sure that you've got an emergency fund set aside, something you don't touch for any reason, unless it's that true emergency. And it should contain three to six months worth of living expenses. Think about it. You should have enough money set aside so that you can live without any income 
for three to six months. I might have a lean month or two myself along about month four or five. And the third box to check off is to make sure that you've got money invested safely. Once you've got a handle on these three things, then you can start looking at ways to build a passive income. Now, some people define passive income differently than I do. A truly passive income is one in which there is no action required on your part. Money simply flows in. There aren't many situations that can be described as truly passive, and those that can be undoubtedly had some work involved in the initial setup. An example that comes to my mind is selling a book that you've written. You have to do the work at the start. You create the book. Then you have to build the sales funnel or the web page that allows people to purchase the book and send you the money in return for delivery of the book. Or you've got to get it published somewhere where that can happen. But once that's all in place, you really have no more activity. People find the sales page, they click the button and pay, the book is delivered to them. You wake up in the morning with money in your bank account. That is truly passive income. Okay, you might say that there's work involved in getting people to the sales page. That may or may not be true. You might have to work a bit to send traffic to the page. Or maybe it's on a website that is frequented regularly. Maybe it's listed on Amazon or some other website like that. You don't have to do anything after you've set that up. If you've done the SEO properly, people will find the page in their search. Other types of income aren't truly passive. They're alternate sources, sure. Things like real estate investing can be passive if you're not the landlord and you're not wholesaling or flipping. But generally, they all require some level of involvement on your part. You might think that all of this talk of alternate income streams and getting them set up doesn't sound like retirement activity. And that's where I'm trying to steer you with this podcast, to the idea that retirement doesn't mean not working, if you enjoy working. It just means finally getting to choose the work you do and when you want to do it. Many people work longer and harder in retirement than they ever did through their career, but it's all in an activity that they're passionate about. That's what makes the difference. I think I kind of lost sight of the theme of this episode. Rachel was talking about how she managed to turn her life around and retire from what she was doing by focusing on passive income streams. She's written a couple of books, and she got involved in real estate rentals. The rental business is not truly passive, but her daily involvement is low. The royalties from her books provide a passive income, and the money that she's generated from all of these activities has allowed her to focus on what she really wants to do whenever she chooses to do it. Her husband continues to work, but because he's enjoying his career, not because they need the income. This is a definition of both retirement and financial independence. They have the opportunity to do what they want, when they want. There are so many ways to get started on that track. Figuring out what your passion is, is a great way to start. And if you want help getting started, drop me an email at retireabc at gmail.com, and we can have a conversation specifically about your situation. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.